Hi everyone, Demetrius McRae here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. As we are in our season of healing, just so you know, we are worshiping on campus and making sure that our worship experiences are safe and sanitary. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy the message. Amen. Amen. Everybody standing for the reading of God's word. Thank you, team. You by live stream, take a minute and share this. If you're here and you'd like to share this on your Facebook, it's good news today. I'm starting a brand new series called Testing Positive. How many of you want to test positive? I'm not talking about for coronavirus. But when we come through this season, man, I have made up in my mind that I don't want to come out of this season testing negative. I want to come out testing positive. I'm positive that the Lord is on my side. I'm positive that I've got victory in Jesus. I'm positive that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. How many of you are ready to test positive for things that matter? So I'm starting this new series today, and I'm just going to warn you up front. You here in my live stream, I'm ready for you today. I feel like preaching. So here we are in Psalm 63. It says here, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. Somebody say thirst. My soul longs for you. Somebody say longs. In a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life. He said, my lips shall praise you. Can anybody praise him today? He said, thus I will bless you while I live. I will, let's do it right now. I will lift up my hands in your name. Glory to God. My soul shall be satisfied as with Mara and fatness and gravy and mashed potatoes. Hallelujah. And my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches because you have been my help. Has he been anybody's help? Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. Testing positive is where I'm headed. You want to go there with me? Slip up your hands. You bow at home, do the same. Father, thank you for what you're going to say to your precious people today. We love you, Lord. Help us to test positive even in negative seasons, and we give you praise. Somebody put your hands together and give him a little glory. All right, you can be seated. You know, I got up this morning and it was raining and storming and carrying on. And there was a time when it used to would have bothered me so bad. But listen, after 2020 uh, and all that we've been through and all the drama, I'm not even phased. Come on. I'm just glad to get in here with people who are hungry for the word. Anybody hungry for the word? I I've made up my mind, Precious, that when we come through this season, I can speak for myself I want to come into this season with, out of this season with more positivity. I want to come out of this season not negative. I want to come out of this season with more victory, more in love with the Lord, more faith. How many of you want to come out of this season with more of God and more of his power? And how many of you can say, Pastor, I want to test positive for victory. Anybody want to test positive for victory? Now, here's what I know. Nothing disrupts the plans 
and the schemes of the enemy or shifts a negative season and changes it to a positive season, like learning how to praise God in every situation. It's learning how to give God glory. It's learning how to attract God's presence. Because when you attract the presence of God, the impossible becomes possible. Praise will thaw out the coldest of seasons. Praise will break the attack of the devil off of your children. Break will release, praise will release joy in your life. And I'll tell you what praise does. Praise will shift the focus off of your situations and onto your God. So I, I, one, two, three, somebody give him a praise right now. Just give him a praise. At the inception of this teaching, let me say right up front, praise is not, praise is not on the front end of a worship set and that's all that it is. It's not the first two or three songs in a worship set. Praise is a lifestyle. It's not just a Sunday morning event. It's a lifestyle of gratefulness and confidence in God. It's you learning to say, God, I'm going to give you praise anywhere, at any time, at any moment. Now, in the Bible, there are many words for our one English word, praise. And each one, when put into practice, produces a divine disruption to the devil's schemes. It produces a manifestation of God's power. It, it produces breakthrough because when the Lord shows up, things begin to shift. And he shows up in praise. But I've been amazed over the last couple of months as I've been studying about praise and writing about praise. We use just one word for the word praise. But the Bible uses many, many, many. And I'm going to touch on a couple today. I can tell you, get ready. Fasten your seatbelts. I've got something to say. Now, we look at Psalm 63, and I love to bring to light the background of what's going on in the particular text. David actually penned these words. He actually wrote this text in a time when he was in a wilderness. It seemed that he was in a season when it didn't, when where he was and who he was didn't seem to be in harmony. In fact, he was in complete conflict, it seemed like, in the moment that he was in with his promise and with his call. He was anointed to be king, but he's in the wilderness, and life is not making any sense. What do you do when where you are and who you are are in conflict? What do you do when you know you are more than where you are, that you are more than the moment that you are in? What do you do when you know you're ready? David is right there. He's anointed to be king, but he's in the wilderness. There's not a crown. There's a cave. There's not a, he's not a king yet in everybody's eyes. He's in a cave. What do you do when you know your call is greater, but you seem to be trapped in a wilderness place? What, what do you do? Do when your potential does not line up with where you are in life? What do you do when you know you're ready for the promotion? You know you're ready for the next level. You know you're ready for the job. You know you're anointed and appointed. You know you're ready for the ministry, for the relationship, but God has you in a wilderness season. 
Have you ever been there? Have you ever had faith? Have you ever faced times when you looked and said, what I am called to be and where I am doesn't seem to be lining up? And in that moment when you know that you're made for more, if you're not careful, negativity will creep in. The negativity of the season will swallow you up and sabotage your future and your destiny. It'll cause you to give up prematurely. It'll cause you to wave the white flag and give up on your family and give up on your ministry and give up on the promises of God and give up on who God has called you to be. But hear me in this room. When David wrote Psalm 63, he was right there. And we can learn a lot by paying close attention to how David handled this season. Here's what he said in the first verse. He said, oh God, you are my God. He said this season hasn't changed who you are. This season hasn't shifted what you're able to do. You can still do exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask or think. Just because I'm healed, not healed right now don't mean that you can't heal me tomorrow. Just because I'm not broke through this moment don't mean that a breakthrough's not on the way. You're still God and you're my God. And then he said, early will I seek you. He said, my soul thirsts for you. My soul longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. Now, now I love this text. It's so powerful. I don't want you to miss this because there are another, there's a number of things that struck me about this particular verse. David declared, I'm in a dry and thirsty place where there is no water. He said, I'm struggling. Things are not going the way that I thought that they would go. And I have been in that same natural wilderness geographically many times on my trips to Israel and it's thirsty and dry to another level but don't miss what David said in this text he said three things he said I seek you I thirst for you and I long for you he said, I'm realizing that what I need is you. That if I can get you on the scene, that everything is going to be all right. David said, I seek you. He said, I don't even just seek you uh, in, in position or, or, or late. He said, I seek you early. The word seek here is the idea of seeking God first, early, as a priority. And one of the ways that you're going to pass this testing season and come out positive is understanding that God is not your last resort. He is your first priority. You, you, don't, you don't use God as a last resort, baby. You call upon the name of the Lord right away. David's highest pursuit was not escaping the desert. His highest pursuit was not even gaining the crown he was after the presence of God nothing will give you focus and shift you into a time of victory like not losing sight of your pursuit of God if you want to know where you are with God evaluate your pursuit of God and here's what I've decided I'm not just going to seek the healing I'm going to seek the healer don't just seek the breakthrough, seek the breaker. Don't just seek the blessing, pursue the blesser. Is there anybody that wants to seek God today? You came today through the rain, you're watching on live stream because you need the Lord. Because you know a man can't shift it, a man can't fix it, a man can't change it, a man can't save it, a man can't heal it, a man can't rearrange it, a man can't transform it, but you have got your purpose set to 
go after God because you know that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think now now listen I want you to pursue God today I want you to get after the Lord today just like David did in the wilderness but never let what God does for you become more important than he, who he is to you I've seen the blessings of the Lord in my life and I'm telling you I'm thankful but he means more to me than anything he's done for me hallelujah David said I seek you then David said I thirst for you now the idea behind this Hebrew word thirst is not a normal I need a sip of water thirst it's not a normal I just need to drink at the water fountain thirst but it's a suffering thirst it's a desperate thirst it's a, I have to have a drink of water Water thirst it's a cracked lip thirst it's a desert dry mouth thirst David said if I don't get a drink of your presence I will not survive if I don't get a drink of your presence I will not make it some of you need to understand that you've been thirsty for the wrong things you've been thirsty for sex you've been thirsty for for money you've been thirsty for status but if you can ever mess around and get thirsty for God everything you need will be added unto you oh hallelujah I'm looking for some people who are ready to get thirsty for the things of God I'll tell you what I'm thirsty for revival I'm thirsty for breakthrough I'm thirsty for miracle signs and wonders my admonition to you is stay thirsty for God's presence here's what the enemy thinks and what God knows the enemy thinks that negative seasons will destroy you but God knows that negative seasons will make you thirsty Oh, come on now. I think about the times that I've been through wilderness seasons. I think about the times when I dealt with problems that I could not solve. And the devil said, now I'm going to cause him to be defeated. I'm going to cause him to give up. But the very thing that was manifested against me to make me dry and make me die, it was the thing that made me thirsty for God. It got my praise to another level. It made me pray harder. It made me believe more in faith hallelujah see here's the deal it's not enough to be thirsty we must maintain our thirst for the right things David had a thirst a thirst and a desperation for God and I want you to know there's some people getting desperate in 2021 there's some people that are done with just having church as usual there are some people that are ready for God to move now David said I, I seek you and I thirst for you but then he said I long for for your God now longing here in the Hebrew means that you're on my mind God he said I'm thinking of you I, your presence is a priority for me David said your presence is consuming me I'm desiring it this is powerful because this speaks of a mindset this speaks of a mentality and remember now we're, we're seeking to test positive in a negative world but you need to understand this reality you can't have a negative mind and a positive life David said I long for you you're on my mind see if you're constantly thinking negative then you're going to have a negative life that's how your life is going to be the Bible declares in Proverbs 23 7 as a man thinks in his heart so is he listen to me now don't miss this you can't have a negative mind and a positive life you can't have a dirty mind and a clean life 
You can't have a defeated mind and a victorious life. That's why you got to renew your thinking. That's why you got to get rid of stinking thinking and stop thinking you're going down, you're going up. Stop thinking you're being defeated, but think you are more than a conqueror. Stop thinking you're going to die, but think you're going to live. Stop thinking your children are going to be lost. Start thinking they're going to be born again and they're going to be mighty for the Lord. Watch this now. Whatever you are, and whatever you are in the process of becoming is directly linked to how and what you are thinking. Wherever you have arrived, you kind of thought your way into this process. You thought your way into the position that you're in right now. There are people who think their way into defeat. They think their way into doubt. They think their way into situations that they would rather not be in. So if you get your mind right, how many of you ready to get your mind right in the next season? Come on. Listen, I said you can't have you can't you can't have a dirty mind and a clean life. You can't have a a, a defeated mind and a, and a and a victorious life. But if you flip the script, I want to tell you this: you can't have a clean mind and a dirty life. You can't have a victorious mind and a defeated life. You can't have a positive mind and a negative life. I am releasing over you right now a mind that gives you victory and hope and joy. If you're ready to get your mind renewed, give God a praise right now. I want you to keep your mind on what matters. So David here in the text, I believe he kept his mind right because he kept his praise right. Tell somebody around you, keep your praise right. See, when this, when this season is over, when we're no longer testing for COVID, Jesus, hurry it up. Hallelujah. I don't want to hear anything about, how many of y'all are ready never to hear about COVID again? I don't even want to hear about it. I don't want to read about it. I don't want to see it on the news. I, wanna, I, I just want it to be O-V-E-R quickly. Hallelujah. But, but here's the deal. I want you to understand something. When this test is over, I declare that you're coming out of this test positive and not negative blessed and not cursed with joy and not defeat hallelujah now now here's the deal David came through his wilderness and and made it with victory because he understood that praise is the key tell your neighbor praise is the key yeah in this text that I read David actually used two different Hebrew words for praise and each one of them is so powerful and so connected because David was strategic about the words that he chose again now we have one word for praise but there are many words in the Hebrew and the Greek for the one word praise and it's translated praise in the Bible but it's another Hebrew word David said in Psalm 63 3 because your loving kindness is better than life my lips shall praise you Let, let's just leave that verse up a minute because your loving kindness is better than life sometimes life stinks oh where's the real people at sometimes things are not the way we want them to be but my confidence is this his loving kindness is better than life 
Sometimes life is hard, but God is still good. Sometimes I face things, but God is still good. Sometimes I go through seasons I don't like, but God is still good. So here's what he said. He said, my lips shall praise you. He said, I command my lips to praise you. I tell my mouth to praise you. My mouth does what I tell it to. And when I tell my mouth to open up and give God glory, it's got to open up and give God glory. When I tell my mouth that you're going to give God praise, my mouth has to give God praise. When I tell my mouth to shut up, speaking negativity, my mouth has to listen to what I say. Some of y'all been getting caught in your own mouth trap. Here's the truth. Are you running your mouth or is your mouth running you? That was free. That's not going to cost you anything. Now, he said, because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Now, I want to just focus on the first word, because. Because comes from the French phrase, par cause, or by cause. It means because I have a cause and a reason. He said, because, by cause, par cause, because I have a cause and a reason, I'm going to praise you. Because I have a cause and a reason to magnify you, I'm going to magnify you. David said, I praise you because I have a reason to praise you. I praise you because your loving kindness is better than life. I praise you because you have been good to me. I praise you because you have been a way maker and a miracle worker. Don't let anybody stop your praise. You have a reason to praise the Lord. Here's what I came to ask you. Does anybody have a cause, a by cause, a par cause, a reason to praise the Lord? If you've got a reason to praise him, why don't you stop right now and give him a little bit of praise in the room? People say, why do you clap your hands? Push your neighbor and say, because. People say, why do you shout? Tell somebody, because. They say, why do you come to church in the rain? Tell somebody, because. Why are you still giving God glory? Because. Why are you a tither? Because. Why are you a giver? Because. Why are you still believing? Because. Why are you still confessing? Because. Why do you still say your children are going to get saved? Because. I have a cause. He's been good before. He'll be good again. He made a way before. He'll make a way again somebody give him a praise just because oh tell your neighbor this is a just because phrase yeah yeah sometimes you gotta praise him just because just because he made a way when there was no way just because he saved me he healed me he delivered me I got a cause a reason to praise him my 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 so the question is, do you have a cause to praise him? In this wilderness moment, I love David because he's a strategist. He is very particular about the words he uses for praise. He had a, he had a strategy for victory in the wilderness. And that strategy, precious, was praise. So he said, because, somebody say because. People say, why you act the way you act? Because, why you make so much noise in church? Because, why you show up at Calvary in the rain? 
because, hallelujah, David had a strategy for praise, for victory. And the word praise that he uses here in the Hebrew is the word Shabbat. Somebody say Shabbat. See, now you're speaking Hebrew. Say it again. Say Shabbat. Shabbat means to pronounce, to announce, and to remain in praise. When you praise the Lord, you're making an announcement. You're announcing that God is able. You're announcing that God is worthy. David is declaring things here that are so powerful to me. He said it doesn't just mean to make an announcement or to make a pronouncement. It means to start praising and to remain in praise. David said, I'm not just going to praise him when it's good, but I'm going to remain in praise. What David was saying here is this, God has been good, God is good, and God will be good. He made a way before, he's making a way right now, and he'll make a way again. David was letting that wilderness know you're not going to steal my praise. Maybe I don't have everything that's promised me yet, but you're not going to steal my my praise. God has been good. The God that was with me when I slew Goliath is with me right now. The God that's been faithful to me before will be faithful to me again. So I'm not just going to enter in praise. I'm going to stay in praise. You're not dangerous when you just come to church and praise him on Sunday morning. But hell panics when you get in praise and stay there. How many of you say in this next season, I'm not just getting in praise, I'm going to stay in praise. One, two, three, give God some glory if you're going to stay in praise. Tell somebody around you, say, stay there. Yeah, yeah, when your children are going crazy, stay in praise. When your money gets funny, stay in praise. When people talk about you, stay in praise. When it doesn't look like it's working out, stay in praise. When you're frustrated, stay in praise. When people are going crazy, stay in praise. When you're broke, stay in praise. When you get a bad doctor's report, stay in praise. When your wife acts weird, come on now, stay in praise. When your husband acts crazy, stay in praise. When things aren't going right stay in praise when you don't get the promotion stay in praise when you didn't get the raise stay in praise because I'm telling you wilderness times don't last always but from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same the name of the Lord is worthy to be praised you gotta let your praise outlast your trouble you gotta let your praise outlast your attack you gotta let your praise Because your praise is an announcement. It's a pronouncement. Come on, it's a Shabbat. Your praise is a declaration that God has done it before. And God will do it again. So if I was just going to define what Shabbat is, Shabbat is a joy release in praise. That means when you praise God, it releases joy. Psalm 63, David said, when I remember you on my bed and meditate on you in my night watches because you have been my help. I'm just looking for some people who the Lord has helped. Mm. 
I, I better ask you one more time. Some of y'all have straight forgotten. I am looking for some people here and online. If he ever helped you, come on and give him praise. Mm. What I love about this, remember now, Shabbat is not just coming into praise. Shabbat is an announcement, it's a pronouncement, and it's staying in praise. So here's what David said. When I remember you on my bed and meditate on you in my night watches, David said even when it's dark, even in the night seasons, even when I can't see my way clear. He said, I remember you in my night watches because you have been my help. Remember, read, to do it again. Remember, to put back together. He, he said, I remember when you remembered me. I remember when you put me back together again. I remember when I was broken. I remember when I was struggling. And I remember when you remembered me. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. I know that's deep. Do you remember? Remember when he remembered you? Has your life ever been torn apart but he put you back together again? He remembered you. And here's what hell doesn't want you to know. If he remembered you before, he can remember you again. I'm declaring he's about to remember your family. He's about to remember your children. He's about to remember your finances. He's about to remember your health. He's about to remember your breakthrough. I tell you right now, if you're thankful that he's been your help before and you remember it and you know if he remembered you before, he can remember you again, give him a mighty praise. Come on, make an announcement. Make a pronouncement with your praise right now. Remember what I told you now, Shabbat is a joy releasing praise. So you're going to find it awfully hard to stay depressed if you'll praise the Lord. So right now, before I finish this teaching, one, two, three, at home and here, just let a little remember, joy releasing Shabbat praise. Get out of your mouth. One, two, three, give him praise in here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I remember, I remember, I remember where I was, I remember where I started, I remember the old days, I remember the struggle, I remember the journey, I remember, I remember, I remember, so if he remembered me before, he will remember me again. Oh, God's not done with your precious, God's not done with your future, he will remember you. David's in the wilderness, but he said, I remember. <sighs> so the idea of a Shabbat is not just getting in praise, it's remaining there. So that means when you get in the car, just give him a praise offering before you put it in the drive. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, say, don't just enter praise. Tell your neighbor, stay there. David said, my soul shall be satisfied as with Mara and fatness. Come on now. And my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. Now, the first that we touched on was Shabbat. That's an announcement, a pronouncement. It's continuing in praise. But this word is Halil. Halil means to bless, to celebrate, to boast and to go mad. Oh, I know some people are, uh, well, here goes Jim Rayleigh again. 
Halil means to bless. It means to celebrate. It means to boast in the Lord. It means to brag on God. See, that's why some pastors and preachers and leaders can't be blessed because every time God does something for them, they get the big head and strut around. That's why some people can't walk in the fullness of God's blessing because he knows the moment that you bless him, you'll get full of pride. But if you know how to halil, if you know how to say, God, I wouldn't be here without you. So let me boast in the goodness of God. Let me boast in the fact that you have made a way when there was no way. It means to bless, to celebrate, and to boast. So stop right now. Somebody that needs to do it, just go ahead and bless him. Go ahead and celebrate him and go ahead and boast in the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, now I know this is too much for y'all, and y'all bear with me. Come back next Sunday. You may like it better, but I, I, I feel this in my spirit. It means to go mad. It means to act a little bit crazy. It means if you really look at the text, it means to be clamorously foolish. I know this is too much, but if this is what I would call a crazy praise. It's a crazy praise. Your neighbor is qualified. Come on, somebody. It's a crazy praise. It's a praise that does not boast in circumstances. It's a praise that says my circumstances don't really look like I ought to be praising like I'm praising. It's a praise that is crazy. It's a praise that makes no sense. It's praising God when circumstances dictate that you should do otherwise. It's a praise that's crazy. It's a praise that's hard to understand. People will look at you and say, why are you praising like that when your children are acting like that? Money's low, but I'm still praising him. Life is rough, but I'm still praising him. The job is frustrating, but I'm still praising him. Marriage is struggling, but I'm still praising him. Kids are acting crazy, but I'm still praising him. I'm lonely, but I'm still praising him. I'm struggling, but I'm still praising him. I've been in a negative season, but I'm still praising him. That's when the devil looks at you and says, oh my, my. That's when the world looks at you and says, you lost your mind. You say, yes, I have. I've lost my natural mind, and I am depending on the Lord who is on my side. Did you know that the devil is so warped that he will receive your negativity and your negative words as praise unto himself? When you say, God can't heal me, God can't make a way. I'll never see a change. I'll never see things shift. The Lord is done with me. The devil is just receiving that like it's praise because he is the polar opposite of God. But even in the wilderness, David said, I'm going to boast in the Lord. Even in the wilderness, I'm going to bring God a crazy praise. Can you see David in the cave dancing before the Lord? Can you see David thirsty and dancing before the Lord? And listen, let me tell you something something any old bird can sing in the morning but it takes some kind of bird to open up your mouth in the middle of the night and say God I'm gonna praise you because I believe that you are worthy yeah. somebody by live stream right now you just need to open up your mouth and give God a praise okay 
Halil praise is boasting in God. Halil praise is a confidence releasing praise. So when you praise the Lord, remember, I taught you about Shabbat praise. That's an announcement. It's a pronouncement. So, so the, the Shabbat praise is a joy releasing praise. If you need a little joy right now, just open up your mouth and clap your hands. I'm not asking you to act like anybody else, but do something. Do something. I don't care what you do, but do something. If you can only wave your pinky, wave it. If you can only shake your foot, shake your foot. If you can only move your neck, move your neck. If you can only wink, my God, do something. But open up your mouth and get a little joy released in your life. I'm, I'm afraid we've lost grip on how worthy God is. And then there's the Halil praise. The Halil praise. Now here's what it does. It releases confidence. It breaks the attack of the enemy. And it's a crazy praise. When you boast in God, you instill confidence in yourself. Because he comes. You're saying, God, I'm going to give you praise. And every time you say that, you're just instilling confidence in yourself. That I don't have to fight this battle. You got it, God. When you, when you bring God a halil praise, you're declaring, God, I believe that you're on my side. Now, now, are you ready? Halil is where we get the word hallelujah. Halil to Yah. Come on, somebody. Halil to Yah. Halil to Yahweh. In other words, I am boasting in Yah. I am boasting in Yahweh. I'm not boasting in my money. I'm not boasting in my ability. I'm not boasting in my connections. I'm not boasting in my health. I'm not boasting in my thought process. I'm not boasting in my intellect. But I am opening up my mouth and I am boasting. In God, somebody shout hallelujah. Yeah, every time you shout hallelujah, you are boasting in God. If that's why hallelujah is the highest praise. Every time you shout hallelujah, it defeats the plan of the enemy in your life. That's why your hallelujah don't belong to Jim Rayleigh. Your hallelujah don't belong to your wife. Your hallelujah don't belong to a bishop. But your hallelujah belongs to God. Because when you say hallelujah, you're saying, God, you're a healer. God, you're a deliverer. God, you're a provider. God, you're a way maker. Somebody say hallelujah. Oh, jump on your feet right now and shout hallelujah. Hallelujah to Yahweh. Hallelujah to Yahweh. Hallelujah to Yahweh. Hallelujah to Yahweh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody will turn around right now. Somebody sees and will turn around right now. Shout hallelujah. Stop being negative. It's time to test positive. Release confidence in your life and shout. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. I got a feeling that God's about to move in this place. I got a feeling that God's about to move in somebody's house right now. I got a feeling 
because you're not boasting in yourself you are boasting in God are you ready can we shout hallelujah ten times will you do it with me will you do it with me it may seem crazy and it may not and it may not make any sense but I dare you right now I feel like preaching I feel a praise all over me I feel that old time praise I feel that praise that I had when I was in my 30s when I would run all over the place and I didn't care what nobody said I gotta boast in the Lord right now I dare you to shout hallelujah come on let's shout it ten times don't you worry about what nobody else is doing but if you can give me him praise I want you to bring him praise are you ready shout hallelujah 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 come on at home hallelujah hallelujah number six hallelujah number seven hallelujah number eight number nine number ten give him a great praise right now hallelujah over my family hallelujah over my children hallelujah over my health hallelujah over my marriage hallelujah 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 if you can't do nothing else just say hallelujah 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 it may not make sense but say hallelujah 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 yeah come on open your mouth your hallelujah is going to break you through. Your hallelujah will manifest God's presence. Hallelujah. I wouldn't let nobody stop me from just saying hallelujah. Hallelujah to Yahweh. Hallelujah to Yahweh. Hallelujah to Yahweh. Now get out of here, praise the worship team, please. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. 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 So your Shabbat praise is an announcement. It's a pronouncement. So if you can announce your praise, if this is an announcement that God has been good and God will be good, Shabbat is a joy-releasing praise. One, two, three, bring him a Shabbat right now. One, two, three, just praise him. Yay, Jesus. How about this? If you've got a hallelujah and you're going to boast in the Lord and release confidence, somebody give him a hallelujah right now. Now, now here's the deal. Could you see David in the wilderness? Y'all ready to sing that song, I'm dancing on the chains that once held me down? So, could you see David in the cave? Can you see him and where he is? And who he is, is not lining up. I thought I'd be, I thought I'd be wearing a crown, but I'm in a cave. But I can see David in that dusty cave. He starts dancing because he knew that if God did it before, he could do it again. Now some of y'all, you just go clap, that's fine. Some of y'all may leap a little bit. But there's about to be a praise that's gonna get in this house. 
Somebody's gonna stand up around your table right now. You're gonna stand up in your living room right now. You're gonna dance all over your living room. Sing it, Courtney, come on. Here we go. Around in your house, in your house right now. God said, I'm bringing 
those moments when you praise like that where you say praise is what I do when I want to be close to you I lift my hands in praise praise is who I am praise is who I am I'll praise you while I can Praise you while I can. I'll bless him that all I vow to praise you. And I vow to praise you through the good and the bad. I'll praise you. the happy or sad. Your praise is going to be on my lips because, because your loving kindness is better than life. Maybe you're watching this by live stream and you're here in the building. People would look at you and say, why are you praising him? You would say, because, because he's been good before and he'll be good again. I release breakthrough over you this weekend. I declare that this week will be a week of God's presence. That your praise is not going to be confined to this building. But God said as you praise me, as you bring me your halil, hallelujah to Yahweh. God said I'm going to manifest healing, miracles, and wonders. Now if you received every word that I've taught today and you claim it as your own, let's give that hallelujah to God. Come on. Oh, you could do a little bit better than that. Thank you for joining us for today's message. You can continue to be a part of all that God is doing here at Calvary Christian Center. You can text to give at 386-866-3060, or you can give at calvaryfl.com give. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also for you to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. Again, thank you for joining us.